Happy Christmas Eve. I'm Ron Schultz, the Executive Director of the Board of Ordained Ministry in North Alabama Methodism. I'm so glad you've taken a moment to join this podcast. On this Christmas Eve, we hear the voice of the prophet Isaiah announcing, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in a pitch-dark land, light has dawned. The light from our Advent candles this year remind us of the light of hope, the light of love, the light of joy, and the light of peace. We believe Jesus is the light of the world. We believe Jesus is the Son of God. He was born of the Virgin Mary in Bethlehem of Judea. He's the long-awaited Messiah whose coming was prophesied. In Jesus Christ, hope is fulfilled. Love is consummated. Joy is complete. Peace is made perfect. Wondrous and merciful God, we come tonight to see the baby who will change our lives. We remember that you touched the earth this night with your unconditional love. We ask you to touch us, touch our fears and uncertainties, touch our hearts and minds and souls. Fill us with wonder as we attend your nativity. May we never tire of this journey to Bethlehem. Amen. Hear now the words from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 2, beginning with verse 1. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this taxing was first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, every one into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was the, the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. Ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. I remember there was a time when I thought swaddling clothes referred to some threadbare rags of poverty at Jesus' birth. I imagined poor Mary and Joseph in that barn with this newborn baby looking around, finding anything they could, even old threadbare rags 
to wrap the baby and keep him warm. My experience as a father and now a grandfather teaches me that swaddling clothes aren't threadbare rags at all. Swaddling clothes are important in caring for a baby. Swaddling clothes are wrapped around the baby for warmth and stability and security and comfort. Why, more than once, I've seen a baby that could not be soothed and stopped from crying in any other way until the swaddling clothes were wrapped around the baby and then the baby just went to sleep. You can go to Target or to Belk's, Walmart, even get online and visit Amazon. And you can find, even in a lot of other places, all sorts of swaddling cloths and blankets to swaddle a baby. Luke is the only gospel to mention these swaddling clothes. Luke says she gave birth to her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger. Later, the angel says to the shepherds, this will be a sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Swaddling was a normal practice. Caring parents swaddled their baby as they accepted the baby into their loving care. Swaddling an infant in ancient times was a common practice, showing that a child was properly cared for. 600 years before Jesus' birth, the prophet Ezekiel, in Ezekiel chapter 16, symbolically describes the birth of Israel and how because of wickedness, Israel was not properly cared for or swaddled. As for your birth on the day you were born, your cord was not cut, nor were you washed with water to cleanse you, nor rubbed with salt, nor wrapped in swaddling cloths. That's a powerful image of God choosing to care for helpless Israel. Caring parents made sure their baby was swaddled, and that practice continues today. So swaddling clothes were not rags found at the last minute. Mary and Joseph were prepared. The swaddling clothes must have made the journey with them as they went to be enrolled in the city of Bethlehem. They brought the cloths with them. Some cloths even had special markings to identify which family the baby belonged to. Did you notice in the reading, there's no mention of a star guiding the shepherds to the baby Jesus. The angels say to the shepherds, go to Bethlehem. And this is going to be your sign. You'll find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes. That's really not unique or distinctive at all, is it? It's not much of a sign, really. Since most babies would be swaddled, Jesus, in that instance, is normal, fully human, like all other babies, swaddled. But he is different. The complete sign, according to the angels, is you'll find a baby wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in a manger. Jesus is set apart. As the Apostle Paul would later describe it, 
He emptied himself by taking the form of a slave and by becoming like human beings. When he found himself in the form of a human, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Tonight, Jesus is swaddled and lying in a manger, but this will not be the last time his body will be bound. When he is arrested by the church and the government, he will be bound and carried from one unjust trial to the next, and then crucified on a cross. The swaddling and his birth will not be the last time we hear about him being wrapped in cloth either. After his death, he'll be wrapped again in linen. Luke is the only gospel to mention his swaddling, and Luke is the only one to mention the grave clothes. Luke says, Peter rose and ran to the tomb, stooping and looking in. He saw the linen cloths by themselves, and he went home marveling at what had happened. Do you see it? In all this swaddling, God has wrapped the gift of God's love for you, for me, for the people we love, for the people we judge to be unfit, For the whole world, God's gift of love is swaddled. Join me as we pray. God of Christmas, we confess that we have done wrong. We have sinned. We have tarnished the gift you gave freely. We have buried you so deeply in our hearts The world doesn't see you in us. We have not followed Christ. We have ignored your teachings. We have lived lives of apathy against your love. We have built fences and fortresses and walls to push people away and push people out. And we have silenced the screams of those in need. Forgive us, we pray. Free us from our sin. Free us from ourselves. Free us from our captivity. Free us to live life lived in joy. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, we pray. Amen. So friends, as you go now to your Christmas celebrations, go in wonder. Go share the light with those in darkness. Share joy with those who can find no joy. Go with the songs of the angels in your ears and the love of God in your heart. Go and spread the word. The baby of Bethlehem is God's great gift of love. Swaddled for everyone. Amen. And Merry Christmas.